Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. This was a missed opportunity, only be down, being down one nothing heading into the third period. Couldn't muster a win. Calgary, a good team for sure. Probably one of those situations where you say, okay, let's just burn the tape. Let's crinkle it up, put it in the trash can, not worry about it, move on. We got two wins on that road trip. We beat Edmonton, a real good team. We went to Vancouver the next night. We beat them in a grinder, 2-1 hockey game. We lost the last game, didn't have our legs. We can move on. Let's get back to work and get after the Arizona Coyotes coming up on Tuesday and not let this stem into another loss and another loss. That was the problem last year. The Flyers would lose in bunches, but they weren't winning in bunches, especially once the month of March hit. At the end of every calendar week, I allow myself to kind of look at the week that was, look at the season as a whole, and figure out what's good, what's bad. We did the audit on yesterday's episode with the new players, but there's one thing that I've talked about on on this podcast many times that's bothering me, and I'm gonna we'll talk about it in tomorrow's episode with Bill Meltzer. Too many penalties in the game against Calgary. They took six minor penalties. It's just too much. There's no way to get a flow on the bench when you're constantly putting out your PK unit. They took seven in the regulation loss against the Florida Panthers in the last game of the homestand, and they took six in this game. Gave up two power play goals in this game. PK's got to get better, and they have to take less penalties. So if I'm looking for a concern, that's it right there. Maybe, you know, part of that is tired legs. I didn't like some of the calls. I really didn't like the slashing call on Justin Braun. That's not a slash. But anyway, I'm not complaining about the referees, but I kind of am. But the, the thing is, is you have to move your feet to avoid stick penalties. And the Flyers on tired legs didn't move their feet. Same thing against Florida. Florida's a team that can move the puck very well. And the Flyers got caught a few times and ended up in the box as a result. Got to be more disciplined. Got to move your feet when you don't have the puck. And the Flyers have to stay out of the box. The penalty kill's got to improve, but it can't be put to the test six times in a game, seven times in a game. You're not going to survive that in the NHL. And the Flyers, two power play goals for Calgary in this game. Power play goals in that game against Florida. Got to stay out of the box. Now, Ryan Ellis didn't play at all on this road trip. He was along for the trip in case he was available to play. Didn't play. We'll see if he comes back Tuesday. Justin Braun has jumped up and filled in well in most games that he's been in so far, partnering with Ivan Provorov. We all know that's not the long-term answer. The answer to that top pair is Ryan Ellis along with Ivan Provorov. Hopefully, he's healthy enough and can go Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for the upcoming very important week of hockey. Let's turn it over right now to Elaine Vigneault, who had a chance to address the media after the game. How frustrating was it to, after you know winning the first two games of the Western Canada road trip to come out flat offensively? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you've got to give credit to where credit is due. I mean, they, they're they playing a, an extremely tight checking hockey game where there's not a lot of room on the ice. And when the team plays that way, well, you've got to make plays offensively. Your execution has, has got to be uh, at, the, at, the, at, at its best. And obviously, they took that away from us tonight. Uh, they made it very difficult. You know, it was a one nothing game going into the third. Uh, we took another offensive penalty that uh, made it 2 nothing. So when a team is playing that well, it uh, makes it very challenging for the opposition. And... Uh, you know, they were the better team tonight. We've talked a lot about how you know, 
Yeah, we're going to have to get that under under control. There, there's some penalties that we're getting that I'm shaking my head at that I'm not quite sure that they were penalties. Uh, but uh, there are some that uh, we obviously deserve. And uh, tonight, uh, the last two that we took 200 feet from our net in the offensive zone were deserved. And uh, the, 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 the one that won nothing there that permitted them to make it 2 nothing. Because I thought at the beginning of the third we had some good energy. But when you're trailing a team like that, uh, that can play so tight and their goaltender makes it very hard on you to get any forechecking. He plays every puck that's not well placed. And makes it easier on uh, for their defensemen. And again, give them credit; they were the better team. So you sent connecting out there with the third line. Were you just trying to make some? Yeah, I was trying to get something going. We had four shots, I think, after 30, 35 minutes. So I was mixing the candies a little bit there. But uh, I, I came back with the, you know the same lines in the third. We were one goal down. These guys have played hard for us, but uh, uh, making it two goal down was, was really challenging. What did Carter Hart give you tonight? He gave us a chance. I mean, uh, without him, there's obviously no game. Uh, he was uh, uh, the best player on the ice uh, for us in, in this game, gave us a chance, and uh, we weren't able to follow up. You heard Elaine Vigneault there reference Carter Hart did everything he could to keep the Flyers in this game. If you're looking for a silver lining in the game, it's that the, the Flyers were dominated. Calgary outpossessed them handily in this game obviously they outshot him handily as well 37 to 20 and Carter Hart did a great job keeping his team in the game for as long as he could you know one of the big question marks and concerns coming into this year was will Carter Hart bounce back will his defensive environment be better well in this game it wasn't necessarily better the environment but he outperformed it and it was a great performance by him even though he gave up three goals one empty net goal but he gave up three goals, including that late one to Johnny Gaudreau. He played very well. The fact that this game, through two periods of play, when the Flyers got outshot 24-9 and they were only down by a goal, that's what you ask of your goalie when you don't have anything going, and then you hope that you can get it going. But Carter Hart, on this road trip, both games in Edmonton where he got the 5-3 win, and in this game against Calgary where the team did not get a win, but he performed very well, did his job, kept his team in it, Unfortunately, tired legs and Flyers just couldn't get anything going against Calgary and they fall in defeat. Four to nothing is the final. So very important week coming up. The Penguins have lost three straight games. Sidney Crosby did come back last night. They lost again. Uh, the Washington Capitals are a team that's ahead of the Flyers in the standings. So they'll have a crack at both of those teams coming up this week. And Pittsburgh, they've been without Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carter, COVID protocol, injuries. They have fallen all the way to the bottom spot in the Metropolitan Division. So you know they're going to look to come in this week and have a good week as well. They'll see the Penguins on Thursday. Penguins right now sitting in that bottom spot, the eighth spot, through eight games, a record of 3-3-2, three, three, eight points, tied with Columbus and the Islanders and the Devils. And they've played more games than all three of those teams. Devils have played six. Islanders and Blue Jackets have played seven. Flyers right now holding down that fourth spot in the Metro, nine points through seven games with a record of 4-2-1. and one. And the New York Rangers, two points up on the Flyers. Flyers do have a game in hand on the Rangers, so they're pacing if it's a win uh, to the same number as the New York Rangers. Caps, 5-0-3 oh, through eight games. They've yet to lose in regulation. They've got 13 points and they're one point back 
of the Carolina Hurricanes, who are now 7-0, and 14 points through seven games. Carolina looking legit as they return to the division with the Flyers, the Caps, the Pens, and the Rangers. All those teams were in the Mass Mutual East a year ago. So the Flyers right now in decent position, all things considered, after seven games. But they need to get some wins coming up this week and stem the tide. Also, in the game against Calgary, ended the point streak for Claude Giroux. Started the season with points in six straight games, four goals, four assists, and eight points. The longest to start a season of his career. That streak is now by the wayside, and the Flyers will look to start a new streak, a winning streak, most importantly, coming up on Tuesday when it's the return of Shane Gostisbehere, who has not been in the Wells Fargo Center in a uniform other than a Philadelphia Flyer uniform since 2014 and the Frozen Four when he played for Union at the Wells Fargo Center. So Shane Gossesberry, Ghost makes his return. You know, his teammates are going to want to get a win for him. We'll see how that plays out coming up on Tuesday night. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. Everybody have a great Sunday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bill Meltzer will be our guest on a brand new Flyers Daily.